0: Hey we're there. We had a little intro. <laughs> you weren't bored. even looking, were you?
1: i got bored waiting.
0: <sighs> so mean. Right, we're not faffing about in this beginning bit.
1: We're not faffing.
0: No. So doing it. Let's do an You can do an introduction for a change. Go for it. Go for your life. I don't want to. Do it.
1: All right. Good evening, Warriors. You're dr- joining us this evening from our usual studio. We attempt to talk about all things spiritual or mythical, mysterious, paranormal, ethereal. Weird. Yeah, just things that are out of the ordinary, different. So my name's Penny and I'm an empath, a dowser, a doula, a Reiki master teacher, a, grand, uh, a advanced master herbalist amongst many of the things who are you?
0: (laughs) Inferior is what I feel.
1: (laughs) That's just day to day. My name's
0: Alistair and I'm a pagan medium spiritual life coach. And I like to to think of a good question. Clever answers are good, but I like a good question. So tonight, what should we talk about, Penny?
1: Well, you very helpfully put out that we was talking about orbs but I did. didn't share that with me
0: <laughs> did you see the event didn't you
1: yeah I saw the event after the fact oh. so um, we're going to do a little bit of a conversation about orbs and our experience of orbs um,
0: if you're there put a little comment or love heart or something or Just if let you've us got know any you're information
1: there, about orbs give uh, us
0: some feedback people
1: or any opinions about orbs
0: so what, what do we know about orbs?
1: Well, what we know about orbs is that we have to be very careful not to assume that all orbs are visitors from the spirit world. They can be something called backscatter. <laughs> backscatter is... Uh... Sounds like something
0: that happens on a farm. <laughs> <laughs> After I've cleared the field, right, go and backscatter it
1: a um optical phenomenon
0: da, 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 da.
1: have to give you the opportunity to do that um now we
0: got a love heart yeah
1: resulting in thank you for the love circular art, artifacts that appear in photographs and they can be from um dust
0: dust anyone
1: no no They can be from water droplets or other particles in the air. They can be from insects as well, because usually there's some kind of light source that would encourage moths, perhaps tiny, tiny moths and tiny bugs to fly towards the light source, which is generally the camera or a person's eyes. Why are moths obsessed with flying at people's faces?
0: I don't know. I've never had a moth fly at my face. Have you had moths fly at your face? Let us know. Answer on a postcard. is yes. isn't just Penny.
1: No, they do. It's like they It's because your face
0: is a ray of shining light and they're drawn to the light.
1: You're quite tired and manic, aren't I you? I am
0: really tired and manic.
1: This is going to be a fun one, <laughs> So I've got some cracking photos of um, orbs that I'm going to find <laughs> because they're somewhere safe and i got in from work and was quite tired and we've just had time to eat dinner before we've had to get started um but i will find the photos and we'll pop them up on the uh weapon warriors uh, facebook page
0: Yeah. yeah yeah we'll put them on there
1: um so you can share your own photos of orbs um or tell us what you think so one of them was absolutely enormous and what it looks like is that i have a gigantic afro oh yeah I
0: remember the that orb
1: one. is over my head bizarrely and that photo was taken at clop hill um which is is that bedfordshire not sure i can't remember i can't remember and the uh, other photo that i have that's a really good one actually is an absolutely huge orb between myself and another sensitive at um, Broughton Church Ruins. Um, and it is amazing. It is amazing to see. It looks like the sun. Quite low.
0: Yeah.
1: But it is in fact an orb.
0: Marion's just said hi.
1: hi Evening, Marion. I, oh, that... I haven't said that for <clears throat> Hi,
0: Marion. I think Marion's at a show. Or is she home now? No, she should be home now because it's Sunday night, isn't it?
1: Uh, okay. Yeah. I don't know what day it is. I've been at work every single day. Sunday night. Um so when we see pictures of orbs we have to put on common sense brain first and look at what is the likelihood that it is something within the room that has created that illusion or that optical phenomenon
0: that uh, no, no no you're getting you is technically i think it falls under two things light reflection and light refraction
1: Oh, see, so you've gone science now. I've, I'm, I'm probably mainly knowledge out now. Obviously. I think.
0: I mean, I, I could be wrong, because I'm not massively into photography, and I'm still learning about um, technology that we can use to try and capture ghost phenomenon.
1: Do, 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 do,
0: do. So I'll let you have a go. Um, so, yeah, reflection is effectively, you're taking a photo of whatever's in front of you. The light is just reflecting off of that. Okay. So the orb that you're seeing is the light reflected off of something as opposed to refracted, which is it's come off the back of the lens in the camera. And it's now on the front of the inside of the glass Ooh, of the lens. That's
1: that thing with the uh, green light.
0: Yeah. That's when the green
1: circles of light that you see.
0: Yeah. You get refractions quite common because it's the light reflect reflecting off the, the inside of the lens and the glass.
1: Okay.
0: Um, but like you said, a lot of the times, orbs, I think, it's just dust. And where do, where do people video them? Old, dusty, abandoned places?
1: Well, you say that, but on one of our videos, I can't remember which week it was, there was quite a lot of orb
0: Well, that was what I was going activity. to say. It's all right to kind of <clears throat> class 90% of orb stuff in an old derelict house as dust. Mm-hmm. But if you stood in the middle of a field... Oh, you, that you, narrows you, the options down of what potentially could come
1: through the image. Well, that wouldn't necessarily be dust, but there would definitely be particles in the air and there'd be insects in the air if you're out.
0: Yeah, but an insect shows up, it's different. You don't get that blown look of light. That what you're you
1: looking for when you're looking at working out whether something is an orb or not is what movement it has mm. and whether it follows the normal movement of dust or insects so it remains so if something inanimate is moving around like that it is likely to be an insect if something um, or or is flying in a particular direction it is likely to be a particle of something hmm. potentially dust um if you have something that does a, a a sharp angle change, and then a different movement—that's when you're looking at that isn't a particle, that isn't an insect. What is that?
0: Yeah, it goes from being an, an inanimate reflection off a piece of dust to something that's potentially animated—an animate object. I've had too much coffee. I'm really stretching for the big words tonight. That. Oh, well, I have another bit then.
1: Have a bit. More. So, I feel like I've been drinking thing. coffee
0: solid from about nine o'clock last night.
1: <laughs> you have? We'll talk about that in a minute. Yeah. So the other thing is um, Hold on what two seconds. does it look like? If you're able to um, zoom in on the orb, Can what can you see in it? Mm. So some of them, and here you've got to consider uh, periodolia as well, in the we will hold
0: on what's pareidolia penny
1: (laughs) pareidolia is when i know you were all thinking it look for um faces in things and it's an automatic response that we do it we look at patterns in fabric or um in carpets and we do it looking in the uh, clouds as well um wallpaper is a really good one for looking for faces in generally see something. Else.
0: I drank too much whiskey once at one night at a mate's house and did pareidolia on a stamp stain that was on his wall that turned into an owl, but it flew at me. I think I'd had way too much alcohol that night. It just was,
1: alcohol?
0: Yeah, it was just alcohol, but it was oh. it was the special billing alcohol from, oh. from the Cooper's Yards. Oh. That's a whole other story about how you get free alcohol in Scotland. The
1: stuff you're supposed to throw away? Yeah.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah, because yeah. Yeah, it's not good for you. So, yes, it's can you see a face in it and um, or a a shape in it. Mm. Um, And what I've this is not from my knowledge, I'm going to use a source for this information. So you can also have different colours of orbs. And some people have attempted Mm -hmm. to work out what the colours indicate. So one source um, I'm not going to read all the colors, it says that if you see um, red in orbs, then there is stress and restlessness around. If you see yellow, it means uh, caution. Be careful. Green mm. is for healing or fertility. Light blue is tranquility. Um, white is high frequency or protection
0: because that, that's the only one i've ever seen
1: right i know i've seen them like soap bubbles where they have different colors in them
0: yeah i've found two in my footage that we've not spoken about yet right. from from last night i've found two one is what i classed as a drifty floater so you get that little bit and you can kind of go mm, that might be dust on a breeze yeah and the next one's the one that's said the, the stringy one which I think is probably, I need to have a look at it properly on the computer. I think it's just going to be a cobweb. Yeah. But, well, I don't know about cobwebs because the walls were wet where I was. So that was weird. There wasn't really any spiders down there. Okay. So, yeah, so I need to have a closer look at that, but they're kind of orb-y. Yeah.
1: Um, But it's, and, and at what time are you seeing them? What is the connection to the picture that you've taken?
0: Well, the pictures What's I've the got video? with orbs in, or the video, most of the ones I've ever seen that have been in my family are ones where we've taken the photo of the kid ready in the brand new school uniform, ready for the school mm. the next day. It's, a, it's always a monumental moment, a birthday party. They're the ones I've, my mum must have quite a few photos that have there's, got orbs in that because I remember seeing them as a kid.
1: There's a really good video that I believe I've got, um, on, I'm not going to put it up. But there's a, a video of my grandson when he was little, like 18 months, two years. Right. And he'd been having conversations with himself in a room for on and off for ages. And on this particular occasion, he's he stands up in the room and he, it's like he's looking up at somebody and he's he's chattering away. And then there he is. Like he's listening to a response and then he chatters a little bit more. And then he puts his arms up to be lifted up.
0: Yeah, I think I've seen that one.
1: Um, yeah, you have. And on that video, there are orbs around him as well, which is interesting. So could be dust.
0: I've got some orb pictures of the kids. When they were, like I say, there were pictures when they had their new Batling Brook school uniforms on. They were sat on the sofa and there was orbs in that.
1: Or is it? relatives from the other side coming over
0: to say have a nice first day of school yeah well I I think it's that that's the romantic side of spirituality that's what I think it is yeah I like that idea the other bit we didn't sort of mention with orbs is how you've got them as well because a digital camera will produce different kinds of orbs to an SLR and it will produce different to uh, phone cameras because of the space between the lenses and the processor right and also how like a digital camera has got it takes the image and then processes it so there where you've just said about colours the actual processing algorithm may actually expect that piece of refraction to be white and edit the whole thing because it's digitally going to make the best image it can from what it's trying to see whereas an SLR you just go click and it takes an image when it's a digital photo, it, there's if an it's algorithm a involved.
1: Solid white—that's not considered. No, necessarily an orb, but it's, it is it's important. Whether there's movement or shape within it.
0: Yeah, no, no. I was just saying that there's different ways, there's different kinds of orbs that you, you get.
1: Stop sciencing it. We don't want.
0: Your phone would be different to an SLR, which would be different to a digital camera, which would be different to a phone. In different phones. Yeah, and different phones will have different processors because your phone is much better at videoing at night than mine is. Yes. But if I stand outside in absolute pitch black and take a photo with that, it's awesome, which you'll see on
1: some of the stuff I've I've taken. got some amazing.
0: The photo quality of it is really good, but the video quality on it is not quite so good at night, I didn't think. Or it could have just been the location.
1: But there is... um quite a, a lot of orbs on one of our videos that we did in here we right? have a comment it was no we got carried away the chatting there
0: ah so there we go chris so how can you distinguish between an orb or just a camera flat flash on a photo
1: so we have kind of covered that
0: yeah an orb needs to have that sense of it's controlling its own destiny its own movement seems more precise than random
1: that's in videos yeah that's in videos in in photos again you're looking for how much can you enhance the photo so that it's easier to see Hmm. uh, to make it bigger um and you're looking for colors and shapes and potentially faces within that particular shape
0: but it's it's relatively easy to practice with if you just get whatever camera you've got and try and take a photo of a bright light source and move it around and you'll start to see where your camera refracts to hence why I get green dots when I take photos of the moon I always get a green dot Roughly that far away from the moon. Somebody
1: contacted us and said, "Can you tell what this is?" There's a green dot in the lawn, and it wasn't. It was on their window because it
0: was the reflection from the phone. Yeah, and my my camera does exactly the same. And I I think some of that is the algorithm. But if you've got an old SLR camera and you've taken it and you've got a flash, you're only getting one fixed light source. So you're either you're either taking a photograph of the light reflecting off of an object. Or it's the light reflecting off of the inside of the camera lens, which has already been reflected off the inside of the camera. Yeah. Does that make sense, Chris? I hope so.
1: <laughs> I got lost. I stopped listening. <laughs> um, I'm just looking to see. Um,
0: Thanks for your question, though. It's if a good there question.
1: is a specific response to that, because I can only give you a response from um, my experience. Oh yeah, I was it only doing mean a, that. I'm.
0: I was only um, doing an educated. Edumacated, guess
1: an edumacated one. Okay, so let's have a
0: look. Oh. Um, if you're wondering what I'm messing with, and I keep because I'm fidgety today, I've got one of these. What do they class it as? You called worry it worry stone worry stone. I called it a fidget stone because <laughs> it's, it's a
1: fidget, stone. it's got like
0: a scoop on the inside, so it's really good. You just kind so, of
1: so this is uh about backscatter.
0: Sorry, so. was I? off on a tangent there that you weren't comfortable with talking about my stones i
1: thought you'd finished (laughs) have you not finished discussing your stones
0: i have now yes let's move on
1: so um when in low light settings your camera may pick up ghost-like orbs when recording don't worry there's nothing supernatural going on these orbs are called backscatter or near camera reflection Backscatter happens when dust, water droplets or other particles are present or very close to the lens, causing light to reflect through the unfocused images. Additionally, a camera facing out of a window using night vision or with persistent status light can result in lower image quality overall. If they appear to be moving, it is likely dust particles in the air floating close to the camera lens. Dust. anyone? um location as we said can make a difference um but it is about if you know that the lens is clear if you know that there's no obvious visible movement or anything happening within the room and then you capture the photo or interestingly there are some really good uh photos online of Um, Orbs that are in particular family photos Only next to a particular person Mm -hmm. So next to one child And every time they've had their photo taken At a significant point There is an orb that is near them That's too frequent And yet irregular For it to be dismissed as environmental if that makes sense, so you've took them at irregular intervals through their life, but it's appearing in the same place next to the same child, no matter where you photograph them. So there's a re- there's a regularity and an irregularity at the same point, but it is only occurring next to one child. Then that child is potentially having a visit, Damien, or somebody what or somebody watching over them. Yes. Oh, what film was that in? That she noticed. Was that Sixth Sense?
0: Oh, answers on a postcard. Sorry, answers on yeah, comment. Was
1: that Sixth Sense? And the mum noticed that there was a, a bright light next to the boy in all the photos on the wall.
0: It could it's been. one of I'm those sure.
1: kind of films. I'm I
0: sure. Don't know. But I think it does eventually boil down to common sense.
1: Yeah, if you've so you got to look out all at the. the
0: yeah, you look at it subjectively.
1: Yeah. So if you can rule out all the obvious, logical, common mm. sense, practical things, whatever is left that isn't explainable or normal is paranormal.
0: But I also think, going back to this kind of orb logic, um, although the orb is the focal point... The energy itself is stretching from there, like we've seen in that orb video that we had to retract, that we'll hopefully one day show you. You can see at the end of it where it slowly changes shape.
1: Absolutely, because that was a clear circle Yeah, that moved across, mm. and then it got to a certain point, which we believe was a contact point where there was... Um, stronger energy Mm -hmm. linked to potentially the manifestation so it went circle 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 and then seemed to morph up yeah into into a figure yeah it did it
0: changed but what i was going to say is it has although you can see that spot point that is the little focal point that you can see the spirit itself is at either end of that so they're still walking tall effectively it's like You'd be just seeing one, one dot in the middle of that person because that's the focal point of their energy. Okay. So that's what you can see. The
1: nucleus.
0: Yeah, that's the nucleus. But everything else around them is still physically as it would have been beforehand.
1: Maybe.
0: Yeah. I'm speculating. It's
1: quite difficult to prove. So an
0: uneducated pagan guess. What do you want? Don't know. Anybody got any
1: questions? Does any? Yeah. Any more questions?
0: Maybe it's you sit the and watch watching, universes. thinking, ah, orbs are just rubbish. we on about.
1: Then bless you for watching this for this amount of time. Because <laughs> if then, you yeah, think but... that way, you've been watching this for the last 20 odd minutes. Yeah, you've left it too late to debate now. I <laughs> don't believe it. <laughs> yeah, it's a bit like to back out and say, I don't believe it.
0: But I've been seeing them in photos since I was a kid. Yeah. My mum's my paternal mum showed me photos, go, oh, there's an orb in this one. And they were cameras that you couldn't, well, my mum couldn't have. Been edited it and done anything with it because they were just well
1: no but the systems cameras. weren't that great in the dust particles and things
0: oh to damage the development process yeah. yeah
1: it could have been that I suppose
0: especially if it was during the time in Kodak when Mickey was working there
1: so bad <laughs> most people who lived in Northampton at some point worked at Kodak oh. I know other people that worked there too um, but yeah, if if you know any more about... Um,
0: Orbs, if you've got an old picture, send it to us. Yeah. Let's have a chat, let's have a look at it.
1: We won't necessarily be able to show you on the screen because we haven't worked that bit out yet, but...
0: Yeah, <laughs> I think we've got to pay for pro or something on <laughs> this thing to do it. I'm not sure, I'll figure something we'll out. We'll
1: have to look in the settings. But there is a reason... If
0: comes to shove, we'll just hold our phone in front of the camera. Yeah,
1: if... if, <laughs> if Nobody else has got a question about orbs or anything interesting for now. How about we move on to a different topic? Because we've covered that a little bit.
0: We have. What is it? Uh, Well, exactly 25 minutes. Boom. Look at that. It's a plan. I've just had an idea. Right. Oh, God. It's at 26.7. Look. Look up there. Look. And watch this bit. Watch. Just keep watching just there. Keep watching just there. Cheers. All will become clear later. Right. Carry on. (laughs)
1: I feel like I should be a part of what's going
0: on. No, no, I'll explain to you after. I'm not telling you guys.
1: Oh, right. Okay. I love it when you spring stuff on me.
0: That's because I only just thought of it.
1: Right. So, there is a reason why we're both quite weird and manic and off topic a little bit. Yeah. Struggling a bit <clears throat> for focus. Although, I think we've liked that bit quite well. That we, we did. That we were
0: focused. We do know what we're talking about.
1: We do a bit. So, um... I've been at work a lot, hence my tiredness, um, including today. But because I had to get up very early for work this morning, um, I couldn't go somewhere yesterday, but you could. I could. So, where did you go last night, Alistair?
0: Last night, I met up with one of our friends, our spooky Mickey person, mate, Mickey York, and we went to Hellfire Caves. Where are they again? West Wickham. West Wickham.
1: I don't know where that is.
0: I don't either. Mickey drove. I drove to his (laughs) house, jumped in his car with all our kit, and we took off road trips. It was great.
1: Okay.
0: So. Absolutely rained the whole way there. It was terrible. It was
1: horrendous weather everywhere. It was horrible
0: driving. Mickey did a good job in a little Audi A3 driving in that rain because the window wipers couldn't go quick enough. (laughs) So, so fair play to.
1: forward, have we got a comment?
0: Oh, we have. Marion just dropped in there. I've not heard about orbs before, always thought it was a camera blip. No, not always.
1: No it's interesting. Honestly, look on the internet. Um, it's amazing. Some of the photos that are out there, it's it's amazing. Okay, so let's go back. So you've so yeah, just given it away. So all Marian, the details. Yeah. No, that was it.
0: Hellfire Caves. That's where I went. I'm, like I said, I met up with Mickey. He was um, recording it for his YouTube channel, which I think I... Whittled down to just his Mickey York channel,
1: because okay. he's
0: got a couple. Um,
1: Which, of course, when it's live, and it was chair. good. It was,
0: it was a, it was a, what do they class them as? An event? It is an
1: event. It
0: was a paranormal investigation. It was
1: actually a charity event.
0: It was a charity event. I can't remember what it was, but they did actually they raised quite a for... chunk of money.
1: Oh, I'll remember her name in a
0: minute. At some point, if somebody I from Paracom watches this, put one, a link to the charity and stuff I think on it the video. Was
1: for one of the Paracom team yeah. who has been diagnosed with, with an unpleasant illness.
0: Oh, bless him! Yeah, I think it was. They did say yeah. that. But yeah, I'd never been on one of these. That was my first ever paranormal investigation with what I'd class as a professional team. And Paracom, I thought, were really good. It was such a warm welcome when I got there. It's like they already knew me. Unless, uh, they've, unless they've been scouring through my Facebook or something. It
1: the was... ghost Hunting community is super welcoming. Yeah, no, that
0: was really good. It was really warm welcome straight away. Um, me and Mickey got a chance to set up and then go and have a quick look before. Because we both took footage to produce videos. Um, his will be much better than mine because he had a... 4k night vision camera i had an iphone <laughs> but i have put i have got some footage to put together of it and if you get a chance to go i would recommend going
1: what's hell caves
0: yeah <clears throat> but i warn you it's for a family ticket to go in and walk around is 24 pounds yes, so it's not cheap to go for a walk around the caves but let's start at the beginning because this was the first time i'd ever been on one of these so i was kind of unsure as what to do Um, Oh, somebody sent you an actual. Yeah. Ah, excellent.
1: I would say that that's an orb.
0: Yeah. I would say so.
1: Oh, I don't know, though. If it is,
0: there's no particular light source.
1: Okay. Here's the thing that. No, I would say. Because there isn't a specific light source, that would make me think it is. However, I don't know, because that's really clear. It's a circle, and you can see the, um, the wallpaper. There is no break to the pattern.
0: Were you, you thinking look. like a development blemish?
1: No, I was actually thinking, this is really inappropriate, but I was actually thinking, is it a stain on the wall? <laughs> It's a perfect circle, like a coffee cup ring, but there is no change to the the pattern on yeah, the sure. on the wall. Not that I can see, but then I but can't. Once we finish see this, we'll, well,
0: if you're all right with this, Chris, we'll we'll put it in the comments of this video, um, and then when I re-edit it to do the YouTube channel, I'll just drop it in into the actual channel don't
1: have to my my first thought if that's would all right be <laughs> <laughs> it's
0: no i'll add the rest of that for then you it it's is. no stain you cheeky bugger Oh. is what he wanted to put no, in
1: i was doing the sensible
0: oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: analytical part of it in that my immediate response was that you had a visitor Hmm. And then I was doing the sensible thing of let's look at the placement, um, what we can see inside and Is the chair up against the
0: wall or is there a position to be able to stand at the back of there? Because that's the other thing. Remember we said about orbs have that kind of presence. So they're not generally in. So if it's there, it would be stood behind him. But if it's against the wall.
1: I don't necessarily agree with that. But then you like it when I don't agree with you. We you? always
0: agree on everything, don't we, baby?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I'd I'd be inclined to say that you have a visitor in that photo. Yeah. And if you're certain that that's not a stain, I would, <laughs> I would be what a inclined to believe that.
0: Can I go back to telling my story now? I
1: don't think that's camera flash because of the placement. Yeah, no, I and don't Because of where it appears and there's nothing else in any other part of the photo, it is just next to you, implies a, a closeness to you.
0: The other thing you can get with a light refraction as well, um, you have seen this in movies and TV and stuff, when a when a camera pans around to the sun and you get those. series of dots like a series of orb lights sometimes in orb pictures you can actually if you look further down the picture at an angle you'll see where the light angle is going to which to where there's possibly other orbs but if those orbs are dotted around that's even more but that's different
1: yeah but that's one in a random placement and Mm. it's off to the side it's not central to the photo being taken it is no. at a, a, a random point, but it's a very clear circle, but it's massively see through. So you can clearly see the pattern of the wallpaper behind. It's quite difficult. One, I haven't got my glasses on. So,
0: yeah, but thank you for sending it to us, best Chris. you
1: can. Yeah, absolutely.
0: <clears throat> like I say, if you're um, okay with us putting it on there, or we can just crop it down to that bit.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, or not. If you don't want to, do, that's absolutely no, that's fine. fine as well.
0: Anyway, can I go back to my story now?
1: Sorry, I thought that was, we should jump on that very quickly. What? We kind <coughs> of said send us stuff, and then somebody oh, did. we have to
0: deal with viewers.
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> <That was> shocking. <laughs> people. No, I like this okay. interacting. So, I don't know what you were talking about, because uh, I wasn't listening, I was looking on there. I was talking about when we first got there.
0: <clears throat> okay, so... It's, so
1: before you slip into your lovely story, it's not somewhere I've ever been. Um, at, so for the last 40 years, it's been, did you say 40 years? Yeah, well, that's 40 years. It's been a really commercial Yeah, it's been a visitor centre. Yeah, so people have all ages Similar of to Warwick life.
0: Castle, it's that sort of logic.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, once they realised there was something marketable. I mean, it does, does have an alleged dark, Present. sinister past. No, it's history. Um, abusive monks and ministers that raped and did all kinds of weird stuff to women.
1: That's straight-up just straight-up. the
0: classic old stuff, you know, because that's, we had bugger all else to do back then, but sacrifice women and that was it. So, um, I did find it quite ironic that it was part of the church. Just to just say, nobody's ever found a pagan temple full of people that have been raped and pillaged. They weren't the pagans. No, that's because you were supposed to say no, because that was the Druids. (laughs) Right, so yeah.
1: People's front of Judea. (laughs) Judea and people's front.
0: (laughs) So yeah, so we got there. Um, The event run by Paracom. Um, So
1: it's specifically, it is caves.
0: It's a series of tunnels. a series of (laughs) It's a series of small walls. You've got like a tunnel entrance and then, You follow that turn, and you've got kind of choices. It goes into Vs. There's like a circle one. You can go left or right, but it all goes to the same place. And then you get to the next one, and there's another bit called a triangle, where, again, you can go left or right, but it all comes to the same place. it wasn't
1: on the adventure game? I'll
0: tell you what I did find funny. Only people
1: of a certain age will know that game.
0: I did find it funny because at one point I was there and I looked and it got like a map on the wall and it got like an arrow that said, you are here.
1: And it was just a cave. No, and I was like, oh, that's clever.
0: How did it know?
1: What, how did the map know? How did the map
0: know I was going to be there? <laughs> Weird. So, yeah, so, and then at the bottom of it, you've got, and got like a, a circular chamber and then there was oh, another bit right at the bottom, which was the... Was
1: it another
0: cave? No, they weren't caves. It was like rooms. But there's loads of bits that was all blocked off. And you know what I'm like for for flow of energy in a room and how things. And it kind of, I kept stopping and going to make it. Something goes that way. But it's all sealed off now. But there's definitely something that goes that way. I'd
1: love to have had my dows and rods down
0: there. But I did, I mean, like, it was the first time I've been to an event. So I was quite surprised when there was all this gadgetry coming out because I've seen little bits of it in ghost boxes stuff, but I don't really watch paranormal Investigative
1: channels. The thing channels. is, people like to be involved, and unless you are asensitive, and a lot of people believe that they are, mm. and many people are, but how much involvement is there? You're walking around in the dark, usually in quite a, a cold, damp place. If you haven't got something to do, and you're not experiencing anything it's quite boring and you've paid a lot of money for that
0: yeah no no i'm not on about kind of entertainment
1: gadgets so that they are involved in it so they can physically see movement like on a k2 meter with the lights
0: yeah it was the so
1: if you aren't as sensitive you're still part of it
0: yeah it was the little pods i can't remember what they called them REM pods REM pods yeah they were the ones uh, they seem to be the latest thing, which we did have.
1: They're not the latest. Isn't well, no, but to me, they
0: are. I, I've never used all this stuff. I just walked into a room and put my hands on the walls. That was how I did didn't it. didn't
1: you have a REM pod bear there or something?
0: Yeah, yeah, there was a bear there. Um, I forgot what I was going to say then. Oh, yeah, there was... Temples. Down at the very bottom, it was, I think it was called the temple, something like that. It was kind of the end bit. And... They put a REM pod down there and I'd already at, um, excellent, thank you very much, Chris. Um, I'd already seen the light moving and I kind of went for a wander down there and I was trying to look around the corner to see where this light was. It was just like a little like security back light, because by this point they have turned all the lights off in this cave. It's black as pitch.
1: Did they use, oh, I don't know if Mickey's watching us tonight. Did they use one of them um, light net things?
0: No, he had some that vertical one's, been ones.
1: Really good. They were like
0: trip ones so that they, they like fired white light up if anything went over it yeah, or around like, it.
1: It's like a, a net of light. It's basically it projects a field. Oh, no. And then if anything moves through it, if a person moves through it, it's the outline of a person.
0: Oh, I don't know. I didn't see any so of that, I've but there was because really, there was two teams. There was another team going off doing yeah, stuff as well.
1: I've, I've never really been anywhere where that's worked, where there anything's happened with it.
0: Well, i was just getting to the point where I was I would explaining think that would about. Be good. Sorry, I it it want to
1: get involved.
0: <laughs> <gasps> You've seen it there first, folks. She's swearing at me. It's abuse. I did anything. Call the oh hang on husband helpline. Is there one?
1: No. Oh, I
0: need to start one. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, so they put one of these pods down at the entrance to this doorway thing. Um, and then they did something which I, I don't generally agree with. It's a little bit antagonistic y. It's that kind of we want motive, we're trying to motivate the spirits to do stuff. So I kinda get why they're doing it. Why but would
1: they mean motivating?
0: I think it cheapens the experience if you did if with speaking to a spirit in that manner.
1: Disrespectfully.
0: Yeah. Um, what are you here do you want to say something Um, and it was kind of sometimes I felt like the tech took over um, a little bit too much but because the, the way it was being done I wasn't stuck standing there with all these people with all those bits I was able I just went off for a walk my own to push myself a little bit to see whether or not I could actually end up scared So I sort of said to Mickey, I was like, right, I'm going to go for a wander around on my own for a bit, and then I'll make my way out. I'm going to go for a fag and a vape and get a coffee and stuff because they kind of did it in stints anyway. And there was only two instances while I was walking around where it seemed to get surprisingly dark when it shouldn't have done. And I was immediately disorientated and that was the, that was the only two bits where I thought, Whoa, that's weird. And I had to stop. Put my little head torch thing on, which I didn't put on my head because it would have ruined my mohawk. We tried to fit it without <laughs> that but This is just a little side story. Me and Mickey tried to do it without damaging the mohawk, but it was just digging into my head. And I'm a bit of so two power. grown men were
1: trying
0: to work out a head torch and a mohawk. Yeah, it's life stuff, babe. Life Rain. stuff. So yeah, so there was a, there was two moments where they're what I classes I couldn't explain them because I was walking along and there was vague bits of light you could see from reflections of like emergency escape signs and there's loads of little green leds that are where where there was a power junctions and you've got little red lights where all this because there's so many cctv cameras in there at some point they're going to review that and then tell me off of vaping in there sorry <laughs> i said the nature of the game was you can't catch me
1: <laughs> oh there's a mist it's ectoplasm
0: that's what i said to mickey i said let's do a video you can walk through the mist and mickey was obviously more sensible and went no
1: and went, no, we don't do things
0: like that. No, the gorillas have already done that. Sorry. So, yeah, so I those are the two instances where it went dark when I didn't feel it should have done. And I felt disorientated where I was, I, mean, I was literally walking forwards. But it got so dark and so weird that I didn't know whether I was walking left or right. So I had to put a torch on to get my bearings again. And then I was fine again.
1: Was there a change in level? Even a slight change in level? Because
0: uh a lot of the times yeah because they, they do sort of twist all the corners twist mm. um but as in it as a an environment for atmospherics if you like somewhere that's got that kind of atmosphere then then yeah but it is it's a 24 quid kind of walk round with the kids obviously it weren't that because we were there till one in the morning
1: and it was a little bit more than 24 quid
0: it was but it, does, it was weird as well because when you walk, when you come back up, it gets really, hu- it got really humid because the air temperature down there is so much colder. I think Mark had a thermometer on, it was about 58, oh, right. 58 degrees. And it was slowly getting colder, but we couldn't. Well, it, as it, it
1: got later at night. Yeah, we
0: didn't get any. Was like what I was saying they were trying to do tests for. Was yeah, we were sort of looking for cold spots and things and there wasn't any, we were kind of getting generalized um, temperature changes in the room. Um, There was one area on a corner, um, which when I do my video, I'll put, because I tried to stand there a few times, and I tried to take some additional photos to try and catch something, because that's where I felt the most kind of foreboding, weird energy. But it didn't come to me as a person or an entity, it was a just a general environment feeling, what I class as a psychometric energy. And, and
1: much as the um, giggly people that attend events are annoying and they're just there for the titillation of it mm. the, and they get very excited, actually, that energy is really good.
0: And nervous tension. We didn't any, have any, any of that kind
1: of energy. There was no. Clearly, the other group did.
0: The other group was, there was a lot more girls in that one. And I think, I didn't get to speak to everybody on the group, but I think there was quite a few sensitives actually there. It wasn't just sort of me there. I think there was a few other ladies there that had done stuff. And there was also, there was another bloke there who did some weird hypnotism thing on one of the members of Paracom. And I've got no idea what was going on there. He got him having some weird drink. It was right at the very end. And me and Mickey sort of sat there and went, the heck's going on there. Oh. So yeah, bloke at Paracom's hypnotising fellow members of Paracom. So Fabulous. don't look into their eyes. Into their eyes. Not around their eyes, don't look into their eyes.
1: <laughs> just in the eyes, not around the room, just <laughs> in their eyes, and you're under.
0: well like I said, I I thoroughly enjoyed it and I liked the fact that I could just go off for a bit of a wander. Me and Mickey could kind of
1: that was your first event.
0: Yeah. Um yeah, I'd like to speak to more about the event. You're at no Yachtel. longer
1: an event virgin.
0: No, I've been to my first paranormal investigation. Pop me, paranormal cherry. <laughs> but no, like I said, it was it, it was a good location. If you're around there and you want that sort of thing, yeah, I would go in there yeah. but you just got to bear in mind for the last 40 years people have been running in there with their kids and pushing push chairs in there and prams mm-hmm. and yeah, all of that yeah that changes the energy and I know I've said this before and people I don't expect people to believe me because you could quite easily put forward the argument and say that the residual basis for that environment was so evil that that's ingrained into it and you could put that argument forward. I wouldn't agree with you. And I would say that the energy changes as time changes. It has to refresh and renew and move on.
1: And I think, because you were saying that the the caves actually run down and towards the town, but that's not open to the public. No. That's the bit I want to go in.
0: Yeah, there's loads of caves that have not had the public in, which would be the ones I'd be more Ooh, interested the in.
1: the pure energy that runs through there.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely. that
1: would be down there. That would be so
0: cool. But no, like I said, I'd recommend if you see a Paracom event, they were, they were professional, they were fun, it was entertaining, there was a raffle. Fuck, the raffle prizes were great. Well, Mickey's wasn't. <laughs> hope you like your what Prosecco, Mickey. <laughs> yeah, I hope you were thirsty, Mick. Yeah, I got a, a so, Ouija board. I got a communication board and uh, a necklace. Quite a nice yeah. communication
1: mm. board. Is that necklace for me? Yes. Damn, I would have been wearing that. Where's, where's that? In the other room yeah, store. it's on the table in there. Whatever.
0: And I bought one of Mickey's hats as well, one of his ghost ghoul caps. You
1: won't wear it though, because it will flatten his head. I can't
0: wear it today because of the mohawk. Or the shark fin, as Mickey called it. <laughs> but no, as, as my first event. paranormal event investigation goes, I was quite... I had a certain amount of trepidation because you get a lot of a lot of these things. And when I've watched them on YouTube and it's a lot of gear and no idea. And a lot of people just trying to create content, but to actually be the other side of the camera and sort of in the reality of we're just a load of people stood in the dark, catching fuck all because that's just how it works sometimes. we did, I didn't have a stone actually roll past me. Forgot about that. That was the first thing that happened as I was walking and coming around this corner a stone rolled past my foot and carried on and i sort of stopped and walked back to try and figure out if i could have knocked it or if there was enough of a slope for it and i wasn't
1: okay i've i've got a question a kind of around that so in an environment like that that's got a very dark history about a very malicious energy that is within The entire area. Yep. A concern that people have is that they're gonna bring something home with them, right? So it's not really a a question, it's kind of a a conversation now about that.
0: You're gonna ask Um, me if I use protection because I never did.
1: Did you do you think that you could bring I'm ignoring that.
0: You're trying to.
1: I'm trying to (laughs) remain professional. Do you think that there is a chance that you could bring something home with you? Yes. A souvenir?
0: If there's enough of a connection and enough of familiarity of energy, I think you could. So if the person, if you were going to that venue and you're a person that's interested in macabre, Satanist, ritualistic stuff, and I don't mean from a... I'm just interested in it, in a, as in a, a practice in it, then I think you probably could. Or you could potentially manifest your own energy doing it.
1: Okay. So being that you've got a psychological background as well, what are the chances that you, your fascination with it and your focus on it being so intense that you've convinced yourself and if you've got anxiety it's even worse that you've convinced yourself that you've brought something to home with you what is the likelihood of it being that rather than an actual energy transference
0: either either neither neither there's no there's you've got no way of saying for that because what one person might consider to be something they think quite rational i mean i did think about that while i was there mm. because
1: i'm not thinking practical people practical people that have a background in this kind of thing will look at all aspects and and rationalize as much as they can before they go oh, i've definitely brought a ghost home with me well, i Whereas did uh... the giggly excited oh i just want to experience something will instantly go oh what did i bring home with me things the doors started banging at night
0: yeah, well, that's the same. I think that's the same as when somebody watches a horror film and then they have to put all the lights on when they yes. go to the bathroom. Yes. they've they've got themselves into a mindset. But what I haven't done, I've never. I don't think I've told anybody this on here. I went through my grounding routine when I go to a venue. Yes.
1: Um.
0: shall I tell? Shall I tell you guys what it don't is? Don't
1: give the details. I no.
0: No. Okay. Because it's
1: personal? To yeah,
0: you? it's my grounding routine and how I make sure that. I don't potentially bring stuff home because even if you're not bringing an entity home, you're still picking. I'm still reading the energy of a a dark, sinister building, so I don't want to bring that kind of energy home either. And that's where I don't know. We disagree on this, but I don't think there is there is a thing as bad energy and negative energy. There is just energy, and it's how you use it. There's
1: no such thing as flowers and weeds. Yes, they are just. Weeds yep. of flowers growing in the wrong
0: place. Exactly. Electricity is electricity. If it's flowing the right way, it's fine. It's safe. You touch it, and it's the wrong way. You get electrocuted. And I, th- I think.
1: Oh, so it's the having same thing. respect for the energy makes a difference as to whether you get hurt or not. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was a deep little moment, little tangent. I didn't expect us to go down. But absolutely, having a a, res- a, a healthy respect for energy and how you deal with it makes a difference to how it affects
0: you. Yeah, because in that environment, I mean, it would be very easy to, in those moments where, like I said, it was like the velvet bag over my head to lose your kind of mind a bit and go, oh, right, I'm done now. I'm getting disorientated, I want to get out of here. Whereas I wasn't like that, I was quite rational. And also in my Reiki sort of logic and my the energy, like I said, there's not positive or negative, it's just energy. I can then change how I feel about energy there and start to radiate a more positive energy in this dark environment. So effectively be like
1: a candle in a dark room. So remember positive energy, because we'll look back at that in a second. Right. So the other side of it, the flip side of the can you bring something home with you is a perspective that I share which is, no, you can't.
0: I, th- I think to an extent you could. Because
1: energy is linked to a building, an environment, It is there, and particularly a long-standing energy, it's been there for a long time and it hasn't gone anywhere, why would it pick you and want to go to your lovely... Um, well, that would have to be. It would have to be residual, suburban, wouldn't it? three-bedroom terrace when it's already got an environment that he's been comfortable in for thousands of years. Well, yeah,
0: you're not going to bring residual energy home with you. You can only bring mobile and you can only bring entity energy home with you. It has to be mobile.
1: I still don't agree with that. I think that when people are affected on on occasion, wait, on occasion, when people are... (laughs) I let you talk for ages. Stop it. Um, When people believe that they are affected by energy, my perspective of that is no they're not. It is around energy. it is that you you have been affected or connected by this energy. and what it has done is unbalanced your energy, which affects your mood, it affects your health and it affects your well-being. And it can take... So I've been
0: tired and grumpy today then.
1: Yeah. And if you don't um, have that balance, all of those things happen. And if you go and get a rebalancing, whether that's an energy or chakra balancing Hmm. or a Reiki treatment, um, to rebalance you quickly afterwards, your body has got to re-find its equilibrium. Well, that's... Which can take hours days weeks months so sometimes when people come away and say i definitely bought something home with me and it it made me really angry and really upset and i was snippy with people i it's my opinion i don't believe that that is the case i believe that your energy is out of balance and that it takes a long time to get back into balance and then you yourself again that's
0: my no i agree i agree with you and what i would say there is effectively what you're what they are taking home from a venue is a souvenir of the energy they've bought like a pencil with the name of the venue on it if it, that's how you're kind of explaining it they've taken their portion of the energy away with them but you can't take no, residual think, energy away from I a, don't think a building
1: taking energy
0: No, no, if they think they're taking the energy away. But if it was a free-floating, and like we spoke last week about potential demons, these free-floating, free-thinking, agenda-making demons are available. can't buy
1: at the gift shop.
0: No, but you could find one of those in a haunted location and bring it back with you. That's theoretically possible (laughs) under our paranormal terms and conditions. (laughs) (laughs)
1: That's not written anywhere, proved anywhere, or disproved anywhere. No. Potential is, is there, but I think it would do a little bit more than make you feel a bit crap and angry. I think if, if you are carrying um, a manifestation of evil within you... Oh,
0: yeah, that would be draining. Then I
1: think you'd know. I think it would be a little bit more than, I woke up a bit grumpy today. Bit snippy with everybody?
0: Yeah.
1: I would expect there to be more happening.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I feel a
1: bit sick, a bit dizzy, a bit tired, and I'm grumpy. I would expect it to be. So I asked you to remember positive energy. Yep. Why did I ask you to remember that?
0: I don't know. I remembered it, but can you remember why you asked me it? Hmm. Remember your what was I gonna say? I can't remember now. <laughs>
1: Oh, knew that. it was on the topic oh of,
0: I, like I said, I don't believe that there is positive and negative energy. The intent is what gives the energy. It's intent. And the reason I say that is because if you're holding a really sharp knife, it's dangerous while I'm holding it. If I'm threatening the other person, but if, if I pass them the knife, it's now as equally threatening to me as it was to them is equal balance. The knife is still the knife. The energy is still the energy it's how you wield it that changes what it does. Your
1: interpretation yeah. of it and what you do with
0: it. So if I want to focus my energy to make somebody's head explode, I could, but I choose not to. <laughs> it's like Sheldon. That's
1: taking. That sounds like it would take a whole lot of effort that I'm not sure you could be bothered with.
0: If I thought somebody's head was genuinely exploding, if I put a bit of effort in, I'd, I'd focus on that. I would, yeah.
1: But
0: who would you do that to? Maybe don't say out loud. Hang on, let
1: me get a pen. Oh, he's got a list. <laughs> All right, settle down, the boy that has no name. <laughs>
0: <laughs> anyway, so we're approaching the hour the now.
1: Hound.
0: <laughs> the hound. The so, so, yeah, that was my trip to the Hellfire so, so. Caves with Paracom. Um, but, yeah, check their site out. Check their events out. They were good. Um, check out Mickey York. He's going to do probably a better video of sort of the walk round I'm going to put together, what I hope for be about 10, 10 or 15 minute. Well,
1: sexy when, little montage. When he puts it out, we'll share it as yeah, well. Yeah, of course so we will. will get to see it.
0: But we're also going to do some more stuff. We're going to do some other stuff <gasps> as well.
1: Oh, we need to organise something for Sunday coming.
0: What would you guys say to... Careful, a really late Sunday share. Right, um, I've
1: got to do this so that people can't see. Well, than that we could
0: do a midweek one like we just did, but where we go oh, out and do an investigation. one that
1: we will be doing, yeah. As our, our usual, uh, it won't be live, no, it will be a video. I would like do to it. do a live one,
0: but it, like I said, it would be we'd be sort of like 11 o'clock at night. <laughs>
1: not tonight yeah. and it
0: does require quite a lot of lighting which if i was going to give paracom a bit of feedback then that's that's what i would say when they're filming stuff no no no, you need better they need better lighting right. when they're actually filming things like the raffle and the general public stuff that needed better lights on their rig mm-hmm. so you could see just as a viewer when i got home i wanted to watch it so i probably enjoyed that night it was good it was still excellent i'm knackered and buzzing from the whole situation excellent
1: so, so we hope i hope you learned a little bit we hope you enjoyed our
0: waffle yeah um <laughs> Mary, to, i'll tell you what though i said to Mick, you Mickey, might
1: be asleep by 11.
0: yeah when we were driving to it i said to mick that normally by 10 11 o'clock i'm asleep and at one point you did have a joke about me just finding me in the corner somewhere so i curled up in my coat but i did all right i actually managed to stay awake
1: <laughs> don't know about you watching it the next day i well. might be watching it the we'll next just day. set
0: it to auto publish in youtube and go to bed so it'll be fine
1: absolutely let's do that
0: uh, right guys thank you very much for joining us i've thoroughly enjoyed it
1: i i really have i didn't think i would because it was very very tired i, I knew it once i got
0: a coffee and a few comments and i see the little light eyes up there to say that people are viewing and watching and stuff yeah but it would be cool and me and mickey were talking about this because we're both vloggers Um, none of us are getting any younger (laughs) yeah no (laughs) comments from you guys as to topics that you'd like us to cover if there is something you'd like us to cover let us know because if you don't let us know we'll just assume that what we're doing is correct and we'll just carry on accordingly
1: it's true it is true and it's I keep right. threatening that I'm going to put up a reading channel and then I get caught up with work and, and get too tired.
0: But yeah. All right. So, one day. It's tricky. But thank you very much for joining us. Yeah. Um. We'll see you next Sunday for the next exciting installment of. Oh, or what? Got oh, it's Marion. Always enjoy listening to your waffle. She's talking to you there.
1: Sugar waffle. <laughs> They're my
0: favourite. Thank you very much guys. Thank um, you for joining us. Thank
1: you for your photo, lovely Chris, and we will post it yeah. on the website so you can all have a gander and put your opinions.
0: So yeah, we'll see okay. you next week.